You're listening to Date Smart with Taylor Wade. In 2002, I co-founded Ambiance Matchmaking, an exclusive matchmaking agency that has helped over 100,000 singles master their dating lives. In this podcast, I share the same tactics and techniques with you. If you're just joining us, let me bring you up to speed. This is season two, which is a short mini series on how to choose a matchmaker. In this episode, we'll discuss how to screen your matchmaker, including a question checklist to ask potential matchmakers during your consultations or interviews. All right, let's get into it. To ensure you choose the right matchmaker, it's important to ask the right questions during your consultation or interview. Like we mentioned in chapter three, hiring the perfect matchmaker for your needs may depend on individual preferences, such as geography, ethnicity, religion, and price point. However, there are key elements that you should keep in mind when selecting a matchmaker. In this episode, I outline the top 14 most important questions you should ask your potential matchmaker. Number one, who will I be working with? Make sure that you'll be working directly with your matchmaker or with someone that works alongside your matchmaker. Many times a matchmaker will have an assistant or a coordinator who will be your point of contact. And that's fine as long as you know your matchmaker is the one who's making the matches and that you can speak with him or her whenever needed. Number two, how long have you been in business? As a general rule of thumb, it's best to choose a matchmaker that's been in business for at least five to 10 years. Always choose a matchmaker with years of experience rather than a certificate or training. The matchmaking industry does not have any sort of required training program or certificate, so you'll have to rely on the number of years in business, reviews, and testimonials to make the most educated decision. Number three, what is your male-to-female ratio and what are your most common age categories? These are two important questions. However, remember that there are two different business models in the matchmaking industry. Some matchmakers only work with a few male clients per year with a very large database of women, while other matchmakers accept an equal number of men and women. However, ideally, the male-to-female ratio should stay close to 50-50, and your preferred age range should comprise at least 25% of the client database. Number four, do you offer an on-hold feature? Always choose a matchmaker that allows members to put their membership on hold. This means that when you meet someone you'd like to date exclusively, you can freeze your membership while exploring a relationship with that person. For example, Ambiance Matchmaking allows its members to freeze their accounts as many times as they'd like, and for whatever reason, during the duration of their membership without losing time or matches. Number five, how often will I receive matches? Ideally, you should receive a minimum of one match per month. A quality match is someone that falls within the search parameters discussed during your interview. Furthermore, there should be a system in place where you can give feedback after every single match to sharpen the matchmaking process and ensure that you and your matchmaker are on the same page. Number six, how do you screen your clients? Your matchmaker should have an in-depth screening process and should be able to tell you exactly what that looks like. You're investing in a matchmaking service to meet qualified singles, and you want to make sure that your matchmaker does his or her homework so that you don't have to worry. For example, here at Ambiance Matchmaking, we have an initial application, a 60-minute to 90-minute in-person or video interview, 
and background checks for all clients and potential matches for our clients. Number seven, do you personally interview all of your clients? Make sure that your matchmaker interviews all of their clients, either in person or via video call, such as Zoom or Skype. This is to ensure that all clients are really who they say they are and that your matchmaker knows every one of its members in order to match effectively. As we all know, someone may look great on paper, but once you meet them in person or video call, you can see their mannerisms, energy, and other subtle but extremely important characteristics. Side note, video interviews can be just as effective as in-person meetings as you can see the intimate details of someone's home, such as art, books, and how they decorate. Number eight, where do you find matches for your clients? It's important to know where your matchmaker finds matches for his or her clients. Again, this varies depending on which matchmaker you choose. Companies that have not been in business for very long, less than five to 10 years, will normally rely on their personal and professional networks or social networking sites. However, as an example, Ambiance Matchmaking uses a combination of sources, including our very own singles database that we've built over 20 years, our very own private matchmakers network, which is a network of the best 140 matchmakers in the world, recruiters and scouts, and our own ambiance digital recruitment program. Number nine, how familiar are you with my city? Your matchmaker must be familiar with your city. Every city has its own dating culture, which affects your dating experience. For example, Chicago has a strong family-oriented culture, which may influence singles into starting a family sooner, as opposed to a city like San Francisco, which is home to many transplants, aka singles moving away from their families. Therefore, singles may not feel the need to settle down as early in life as many singles in the Midwest. Furthermore, your matchmaker must be familiar with the geography and traffic of your city when it comes to arranging your dates. It's not much fun when your matchmaker coordinates your date on the other side of town during five o'clock traffic, is it? Number 10, what are your costs? Your matchmaker should be upfront about their company policies and pricing in your interview. At Ambiance Matchmaking, we're very transparent and will discuss our policies and pricing at any point during your interview. Furthermore, we don't encourage people to sign an agreement on the spot unless we feel that they're truly ready to make an investment in this very important area of their lives. Number 11, can you tell me more about your matchmaking process? Experienced matchmakers will be able to give you a very thorough description of their matchmaking process. You could ask, what are the most important matching qualities? Or what constitutes a successful match? You should be able to understand what they look for when matching two people and how they determine a successful match. Leslie Wardman, founder and matchmaker of Ambiance Matchmaking, says, There are very important matching qualities that will determine whether or not a match is successful. First and foremost, their upbringing and how they were raised always plays a role in how someone shows up in the relationship. Second, timing, where that person is in their life. Third, energy, that feeling you get when you're in their presence. Appearance and how two people look together also play an important role, such as attractiveness, health, diet, lifestyle. There's a lot more that goes into it, but these are essential. Number 12, can I review the agreement? Do you guarantee matches? And how long do I have to wait before I can meet my first match? 
You should be able to review the agreement before committing to anything. Make sure you're comfortable with the terms and conditions. Ensure the matchmaker can guarantee matches that fall within the perimeters of your interview. However, no matchmaker can guarantee love or marriage. And if they do, we recommend running the other direction. Some matchmakers will immediately start to get ideas for matches during your interview and may even offer to send you potential profiles. Matchmakers with more private and discreet clients may not. Some matchmakers will have many possible matches already in their singles database, while other matchmakers will search outside of their database. This brings up another point. Most contracts will state the time length between when you finalize the agreement and your first match. Some promise the first match to occur within one to four weeks of signing the agreement, while others state there's a waiting period of three to six months while they perform an official search. Number 13, what is your success rate and how do you measure success? This is a tricky question, but we felt like we had to address it because it comes up so often. Matchmakers may claim success rates, but they may not be 100% accurate. To have a completely accurate success rate, the matchmaking agency would have to track every single client up until the present day, including engagements, marriages, divorces, etc. And many matchmakers simply don't do this. However, it can be helpful to ask how they measure success and if they have any success stats. They may measure success by how many first dates lead to second dates, how many marriages have taken place, and how many of those marriages are still together. At Ambiance Matchmaking, we attempt to track all of the above. These are our stats. 90% of first dates lead to second dates. This is the easiest statistic to track. And all of our married couples are still together to this day. The reason we don't have an exact stat on our marriages is that we aren't informed of all engagements and marriages. For example, Ambiance Matchmaking was informed of client marriages from outside sources just recently. Facebook notified us of one of our happily married couples, and a restaurant owner informed us of another. Needless to say, it's very difficult to track everything. Number 14. Who is your typical client? Normally, a matchmaking agency will attract a certain type of person. Some matchmaking agencies cater to specific cultures, ethnicities, and religions. Low-end or high-end matchmaking agencies will attract a certain type of person. The matchmaking agency's values and ethos will also attract a certain type of person. For example, Ambiance Matchmaking is a high-end matchmaking agency that values cultural, ethnic, and religious diversity. What's more important to us is that every single member is ready to enter into a committed relationship. This means that they have their ducks in a row. They're educated, passionate about their life, and they've done the work to become self-aware and are dedicated to self-growth. Our clients are ready to enter into a committed relationship and or marriage. In the next episode, I'm going to tell you all about the matchmaking process, starting from the initial application all the way to your first match, including our process here at Ambiance Matchmaking. Hit subscribe to get notified when new episodes come out. You can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps others find our show. 
You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ambiance Match. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.